Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 169. It's dangerous to fulfill other people's expectations. And I revamped a little bit of the late David Bowie's uh, quote where he said, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. Now, uh, while I am going to be focusing on artists or talent creators, you all are a creator in some way. You all are an entrepreneur or uh, a passionate individual in some capacity. You are. I mean, you have a soul. You came here to do some things. So uh, I'm going to use these terms interchangeably. But he said, here's a longer quote, and I, I want to go over it with you guys. He said, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. They generally produce their worst work when they do that. He's not wrong. And I'm going to explain that. Never work for other people at what you do. Now, again, um, before I get into the rest of the quote, uh, I get that, you know, he's addressing artists. And I do know that, you know, we live in a you might work for others scenario, you know, kind of society. Not all of us are, uh, are entrepreneurs. And I totally get that. However, I am going to challenge you a little bit to think about then work in environments that allow you, the talented person, to expand. The greatest business environments are led by people who let you do your greatest work and get out of your way. And, uh, you know, actually, before I go further into in the, the rest of his quote, I've told you guys this before that when I was doing some work for Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy in New York and France and the brand Krug Champagne, I was working with Carl Helene. And uh, one of the things that I, I loved about Carl was, uh, you know, when I first asked him, like, you know, I know nothing about champagne. Like, why did you, you know, hire me? And he's like, I know nothing about digital. So we both have something to learn. And then he said to me after that, which was, by the way, game changing. And he said, you know, Matt, he's like, my job is to make my job non-existent in the future. And I'm like, huh? And he goes, if I've done such a great job by hiring the best talent to do the things that I don't know, but I know enough to know what I do need and they can do it really well. And it makes my job obsolete in a few years. Then that mean that's my resume that's what i put together that's what i created um that that demonstrates my talent as a as a leader i'm paraphrasing obviously but that's kind of what he was saying and i thought first of all i had never heard that in corporate america uh, i know he was uh, from france but just the idea and like you know i mean we're dealing here this is in new york and i it was my first time really hearing you know values like that which i love i've always believed in values like that you want the best people around you that do what they do really well to educate you on things you don't know as the leader as the president as the director as the as the vice president as the head of your company or your bosses you want bosses if you have a if you're in a 9 to 5 that's cool if you you want a boss that's like i love how good you are at what you do how does being here allow you to expand on that so if you are working for other people bringing what you do make sure they allow you to do what you do 
The system's changing, folks. I want you to understand that very uh, clearly. But I love that he said that they generally, so he said, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. They generally produce their worst work when they do that. Let me explain. Actually, let me finish the quote, okay? He said, always remember the reason you initially started was there was something inside yourself that you felt that if you could manifest it in some way, you'd understand more about yourself and how you coexist with the rest of society. The other thing I'd say is if you feel safe in the area you're working in, you're not working in the right area. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. He is not wrong. Now, this was some advice that he was giving to young artists. I'm giving it as advice to the world because you don't have to just be an artist. You are an artist anyways of your life. And so... I want to break this down further where when he said they generally produce their worst work when they do that, never work for other people at what you do. The reason I feel that so strongly about this is, and have any of you ever dealt with this where you love what you do, but maybe the environment in which you're doing it in isn't necessarily um, contributing to your confidence. Maybe for those of you that I'll speak first as a consultant, which was basically working for other companies years ago. Even though I was, you know, freelance, I was independent. As a consultant, you know, when you work on big projects, that's it. Like, I mean, they're, if, you, if they're a main client, they take up your time, right? And I remember being so good at the area I was hired for, which was all digital. Everything digital. I mean, from the software to the hardware to the, the you know, the, the social media to the marketing to the ads. To, I mean, all of it, everything. I grew up with digital. And I remember a couple of those environments that I was consulting in where there was so much resistance from the people. And I was trying to do my best work for them and they were getting in my way. And that's that's hard. Because now, and this is one of the, the reasons why I think it contributes to sometimes your worst work is constriction on your perspective or your ability to move through what you know to do, uh, doubting your intuition, not trusting yourself as much, being micromanaged by someone who might not have your same talents. All of these things are impinging on your ability to do something that you may do really, really, really well, but in weird way, you might even start to doubt yourself that that should be even the thing that you should be doing. You in those moments have to pause yourself and ask, is it, is it, am I falling out? Is it no longer something I want to do because I'm burnt out and I got, it got abused <laughs> or do I really want to do something with it? Maybe just in a different capacity, in a different environment. Do I need to move to reinvigorate the relationship I have with my talent? Now, this is important because this is not just about your talent. This will be in anything in your life. When things get stale or when things get depleted or when the energy is gone, and this is in all areas of your life, you have to look at the variables and say, are the variables the problem you know, and I'm burning out on these things and I no longer love them or I love them, but I need to reinvigorate the love by pivoting and doing something different because your best work will be when you are constantly nurturing your talents, your gifts, your relationships, your health, your body, your finances, all of these things, when you are giving it the love and attention. And that's why I said I wanted to use artist and life interchangeably. You produce your best work 
when you are doing it for the right reasons for yourself in all areas of your life. So even in this context, if you are somebody who works for somebody else, does the environment raise your ability to do excellent work? If not, I think you should reconsider working in that environment. It becomes a mental game and people sometimes, now I can't tell you what to do with your life. I'll never do that. <laughs> That's not my responsibility, but it becomes a mental game where you say, well, where else will I get a job? Well, you can always, it becomes mental and you begin to doubt your talents. Think about this. They need your talent. Companies need your talent. So you have to nurture your talent and then go outside of there and see where else maybe you can be uh, accepted for that talent. I've watched family go through this and sure enough, get hired in other places where, you know, they were more recognized, if you will. Right. So, yeah. So they, so I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. They generally produce their worst work when they do that. Never work for other people at what you do. Uh, terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations, even in life, right? When you are constantly trying to cater to other people's expectations, you remove the essence of asking yourself the what is most important in this moment that I need to be doing for this particular area. Am I doing that? Or am I catering to somebody else's you know, need of how that should look, even though I'm the provider of said service, talent, idea, action, whatever it might be? A lot of this is really about trusting yourself. And that's why I like the second part. Always remember the reason you initially started was that, was that there was something inside yourself that you felt that if you could manifest it in some way, you'd understand more about yourself and how you coexist with the rest of society. See, here's the thing about your talent and why the niche is you to me is such an important thing for all of you as well is because that relationship you have with yourself will be what helps develop your confidence and your character and your vision and your clarity and your direction and all of these things. You actually looking at it like, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty decently talented in these areas and I love doing it. Let me have a better relationship with it and let me treat it with respect and kindness and honesty and discernment and boundaries. I'm not saying, you know, inject arrogance. I'm saying inject confidence when I say be careful with the arrogance, meaning like it's okay to know you're really good at something, then employ the humility in there and saying, listen, I've got to take care of this, these talents, these things. I've got to make sure that I'm in the right environments, whether if I work for myself or with, or, or with a company or wherever, that it's being respected. Because when you nurture your talents and you can go further into the, the, the soul of your being and your your path. What do you think is going to happen to everything else in your life? That's why your environment is so important. And a lot of times people are in environments that are making them, making anybody feel like, oh, it's me. Maybe I'm not as good enough. Oh, you know, think about why you are having any kind of negative thought. Anything out of negativity is in the dark. If it's in the dark, it's not in the light. Light is where your soul, your talents, your gifts, everything about what you're here to do. We're not here to just be mundane, you know, stagnant, depleted individuals that aren't living a life. You've really got to manage the inputs, the environments, all of the things that can take you out of feeling into what you're really talented at. 
Now, the second part, the, the last part, the other thing he said, he said, the other thing I'd say is if you feel safe in the area you're working in, you're not working in the right area. I love this. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel that you your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. Let me tell you something. It's interesting in being in this digital world because I grew up with it and what's been fascinating is all the things in which I didn't previously know how that I had to teach myself because it's not like they were providing the education at school per se or at all. Um, and when I didn't know something, but the calling within the calling was there. Remember, remember the, the, the story that I told you about the Melody Asani um, and how she was a fashion designer, but that's not what she you know, was going to school for and how she was about to go sign up for fashion school. And then she's like, looked at the curriculum. She's like, wait, I already know this stuff. I just need to learn the tooling. Yeah. There's been a lot of things like that in my life and, and probably any one of you as well too. I just need to learn the tooling on some things. And I'm like, am I really going to do this? And I laugh because it feels so right. But at the same time, I'm pushing boundaries in areas that I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'm going to launch this type of a brand to do this. And I'm going to launch this type of thing to do that. And it's so funny because I don't know all the details, but I can feel the vision. And that's worth trusting 100%. And it's interesting because you start moving in the vision and the details just magically appear. And so I, you, you have to, you know, like he says, always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Because if we get too comfortable in the water right here, um, you allow yourself, I, I feel like it, it constricts you. It, it restricts your expansion and it, it allows you sometimes to play a little too safe. And again, I'm not saying, you know, constantly keep taking risks, but in a way, our life every day is a risk. And we have to have that flexibility to allow ourselves to go a little bit further than where we're currently at. Like what, what, what is the famous expression um, about uh, uh, a docked ship never leaves the shore? I'll have to find it. <laughs> it probably makes no, no sense as I'm saying this right now. But like, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go further out into the sea, you know, with a docked ship, right? Like it's back at the, you know, at the port, right? So you've got to always be willing to go out a little, even if it's just a little bit outside of your comfort zone, just so you can you can move more into that again that sustainable momentum where you're allowed to make decisions faster make pivots faster i'm just i'm telling you that if you move outside of that comfort zone and you do it enough times and you start to pick up the pace you realize that you're actually relying a lot more on your intuition very heavily daily and your decision making becomes faster and you don't you don't stay in stuck energy too long. You don't stay in stagnancy too long. Only because, in fact, it becomes a reverse. The stagnancy starts to make you feel a little anxious. You're like, well, I, I can't. I got I to gotta keep moving. I got to keep doing something. Not out of the anxiousness of wanting to um, be busy. The anxiousness out of intention. You're wanting to move in the things that you know you should be doing right now, right? So that I want you to think about it like that. So I like that. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth 
And when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. That movement is everything. I mean, even recently I started doing some different things with my content and it's so funny because um, I've had people ask me even about like the videos, like, hey, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? I'm not a videographer, but suddenly I'm a producer of videos. <laughs> it's the, I'm laughing because it's just so wild to me because it was also something that I held off doing videos for a long time. Now, not some of my clips I'm, I'm doing in a studio uh, with a, a buddy of mine, you know, so shout out to him for that. Um, but some of the ones that I'm creating from my house, um, it's it pushed me outside of a comfort zone and I'm now seeing my work in a whole new light. And the interesting thing is it, it injects a whole new level of creativity. It has also uh, just brought me an additional 10, 12,000 people into our community. So it's so wild to me. Um, so we just on that other side of that, you know, stagnancy or that comfort level, when you step out and say, okay, I, I see this, I like this thing. Let me see how I can make this thing. Or as he says, you know, how, that if you could manifest it in some way, you'd understand more about yourself. And so I manifested it, I created it. And now there's movement and there's sustainable momentum and I'm loving it. And this is why that ability to make those decisions and experiment. And I, and I want to, I want to kind of end with this notion with you guys is that experimentation is, is key. And I think that that's what, what David Bowie's really was initially, I could be wrong, but I, I believe one of the things, the key points he was making here is when he said, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. They generally produce their worst work when they do that. Never work for other people at what you do. Experimentation is key. I've noticed even as an agency owner, when um, I, if I wasn't experimenting enough with my stuff, but I was using my intuition on what to do for other clients, they still weren't always using those things. As I do things for myself, I can experiment so fast, make it happen so fast. And yeah, people reach out all the time as from an agency standpoint, say, we, we want the same thing. And I'm like, mm, you got to be able to run like that. You want to get, oh, you can have that same thing. Cool. I'm Kobe. Why don't you jump on the court and play with me? Play, 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 you know, a few games with me. Let's see. You know, because y you have to be willing to experiment versus just outsource. You have to be in the game experimenting. And when you're experimenting, especially with your talent, you can move it faster. And with nobody telling you to start and stop, let me tell you about the freedom that comes with your ability to experiment with your talents. That right there should excite you and you should run immediately right now. You should be like, you know what? I'm on my thing. That's what I want you to do. So it's dangerous to fulfill other people's expectations because it can remove the trust that we have within ourselves, our design, our purpose, our talents, our gifts, our work, our vision, all of the things. It's not about fulfilling other people's expectations. It's about living out your role and everything else will, will solve itself. Thank you for tuning in each and every single day. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for the, oh, please leave a five-star written review, written please on Apple, and then a five-star review on Spotify if you're a Spotify listener. Also, check out the show notes. I've got a few things in there as well as uh, upcoming the launch of my apparel and merchandise. That's right. So let's talk about always going a little further into the water than you feel capable of being in. Um, 
I'm going for it and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And some of you guys already had signed up to um, receive the early notifications. Okay, a couple of things in the show notes. There's a free clarity workshop. There's the recommended book list. There is the official launch of my master class uh, on creating a, your, a creator studio and operating system for yourself. How do you you know, scale your creativity, if you will, and also organize the heck out of it. It's amazing. If you get on the text as well, the number is in my show notes. I will let you know the moment that the apparel launches. I've been getting a lot of people asking about online. A couple of my videos reached over a million views. And so a lot of people saw me wearing it. Um, and so they're like, where do I get it? The store is coming. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in each and every single day. As always, I love you guys. I appreciate you. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.